Welcome to Nightfall Narratives, the podcast that goes where shadows and stories intersect to explore the eerie and enigmatic. Join us as we journey into the heart of the unknown, immersing ourselves in tales of suspense and terror. In each episode, we'll either read a spine-tingling tale, or we'll take a closer look at the art of writing, unraveling the mysteries of storycraft that make such tales so eerily effective. So, sit back, relax, and feel the embrace of the mysterious as we embark on this journey into the heart of the night. Hello, my friends, and welcome back yet again to another episode of Nightfall Narratives with me, your nightly narrator, R. Douglas Patton. In this episode, we are going to be discussing and analyzing The Telltale Heart by Edgar Allan Poe, with a specific focus on the concept of guilt and madness. So, now let's delve deeper into the psychological analysis of The Telltale Heart, particularly focusing on the themes of guilt and madness. The story offers a riveting case study of the intricate interplay between guilt and madness within the human psyche. The narrator, who vehemently insists on his sanity at the start, finds himself increasingly consumed by a guilt so profound that it plunges him into the abyss of madness. His obsession with the old man's eye, driven by an irrational fear and loathing, serves as a manifestation of his own inner turmoil. As he meticulously plans and executes the murder, the guilt begins to fester within him. Poe's brilliant narrative technique allows readers to witness the deteriorating mental state of the narrator firsthand. The relentless pounding of the telltale heart mirrors the narrator's own accelerating descent into madness. It serves as a stark reminder that guilt, when unresolved, can become a relentless, inescapable force that haunts the individual much like the heart's relentless beat. The narrator's growing madness is vividly depicted through his heightened senses and distorted perceptions. He hears the old man's heartbeats long after death, illustrating how guilt can warp one's perception of reality. This auditory hallucination signifies the intrusion of his guilty conscience into his consciousness, tormenting him relentlessly. In the end, His guilt becomes so overwhelming that he is driven to confess his crime, unable to bear the weight of his transgression any longer. Poe masterfully portrays how guilt, left unacknowledged and unaddressed, can corrode the human mind, leading to irrational thoughts and actions, and ultimately pushing one to the brink of insanity. The telltale heart serves as a chilling reminder of the human capacity for self-deception and the terrifying consequences of harboring unprocessed guilt. It invites readers to contemplate the thin line between sanity and madness, and highlights the power of the human psyche to distort reality in the face of overwhelming guilt. Poe's tale stands as a timeless exploration of the intricate relationship between the dark recesses of the mind and the haunting specter of remorse and guilt. So now, let's break down the psychology of guilt and madness together, in the context of an individual's experience. Imagine guilt as a heavy burden that you carry within you. It's that nagging feeling you get when you believe you've done something wrong or harmed someone, whether intentionally or unintentionally. Initially, guilt can be a healthy emotion because it signals that you have a moral compass. 
It prompts you to reflect on your actions and consider the consequences for others. However, when guilt isn't addressed or resolved, it can take a toll on your mental well-being. So now, let's talk about madness, or more accurately, the descent into madness. When guilt festers and remains unacknowledged, it can start to gnaw at your mind. You might feel yourself obsessing over what you've done, replaying the events in your head, and feeling increasingly anxious or paranoid. This is where the line between sanity and madness begins to blur. In the telltale heart, the narrator's obsession with the old man's eye is a manifestation of his guilt. As he plots and executes the murder, the guilt intensifies. The relentless pounding of the telltale heart represents the persistent tormenting presence of his guilt. This is a psychological representation of how unresolved guilt can distort one's perception of reality. It's as if guilt is an unrelenting force, driving the narrator to madness. In real life, when individuals don't confront and deal with their guilt, it can lead to a range of psychological issues. This might include anxiety, depression, or even psychosis in extreme cases. Guilt can infiltrate your thoughts, making you question your own sanity. You might hear metaphorical heartbeats echoing in your mind, symbolizing the relentless anxiety and distress that guilt can cause. Ultimately, the story illustrates how important it is to acknowledge and address feelings of guilt rather than letting them fester. Recognizing and taking responsibility for your actions, seeking forgiveness, or making amends when necessary, can prevent the downward spiral into madness that the narrator experiences. It's a stark reminder of the psychological toll that unresolved guilt can take on an individual's mind. So now let's talk about how to deal with guilt. Dealing with guilt in a healthy way is essential for maintaining your emotional well-being. Here's a breakdown of 10 ways on how to do it. Recognize and accept your guilt. Reflect on the cause. Take responsibility. Apologize and make amends. Learn from your mistakes. Practice self-compassion. Seek support. Forgive yourself. Redirect your actions and mindfulness and self-care. So, let's go back to the beginning. Number one, recognize and accept your guilt. The first step is to acknowledge and accept that you're feeling guilty. Understand that guilt is a natural emotion and often serves as a signal that you violated your own values or harmed someone else, intentionally or not. Number two, reflect on the cause. Take some time to reflect on the source of your guilt. What specifically did you do, or fail to do, that's causing these feelings? Understanding the root cause helps you address it more effectively. Number three, take responsibility. If your guilt is linked to something you did wrong, take responsibility for your actions. Avoid shifting blame onto others or making excuses. Owning up to your mistakes is a crucial step in the healing process for psychological wholeness. Number four, Apologize and make amends. If your guilt stems from harming someone, consider apologizing and making amends if possible. A sincere apology can go a long way in repairing relationships and easing your guilt. Number five, learn from your mistakes. Guilt can be a valuable teacher. Use it as an opportunity for personal growth. Ask yourself 
what you've learned from the experience, and how you can prevent similar actions in the future. Number six, practice self-compassion. Remember that everyone makes mistakes. Be kind and forgiving to yourself as well. Guilt becomes unhealthy when it turns into self-criticism and self-loathing. Number seven, seek support. Talking to a trusted friend, family member, or therapist can be incredibly helpful. Sharing your feelings of guilt can provide you with perspective and emotional support on your journey toward psychological wholeness and health. Number eight, forgive yourself. Forgiving yourself is often the most challenging step, understanding that nobody is perfect and we all make mistakes. Holding on to excessive guilt can be detrimental to your mental health. Number nine, redirect your actions. Sometimes, the best way to deal with guilt is to channel it into positive actions. If your guilt is related to a specific behavior, work on changing that behavior in a positive way. And number 10, mindfulness and self-care. Engage in mindfulness practices, such as meditation, to help you stay in the present moment and manage feelings of guilt. Also, prioritize self-care activities like exercise, proper nutrition, creativity, and adequate sleep to support your overall emotional well-being. Remember that dealing with guilt is a process, and it may take some time to fully resolve these feelings. The key is to address them in a constructive way that promotes personal growth and healing, rather than allowing guilt to fester and negatively impact your mental health. In regards to the art of storycraft, writing horror stories that effectively incorporate guilt and madness can be a thrilling endeavor, and here are five steps to help writers craft compelling narratives. Number one, establish relatable characters. Number two, build tension gradually. Number three, utilize symbolism and foreshadowing. Number four, explore the inner turmoil. And number five, create moral ambiguity. So, let's go back to the beginning. Number one, establish relatable characters. Now, start by creating well-rounded, relatable characters. Readers should empathize with their struggles, fears, and moral dilemmas. Guilt and madness become more potent when the audience can connect with the characters experiencing them. Develop their backstories and motivations to make their descent into madness feel more genuine. Number two, build tension gradually. Horror stories thrive on tension. Instead of diving headfirst into madness and guilt, build them up gradually. Create an atmosphere of unease, drop subtle hints, and let the suspense simmer. This slow burn can make the eventual revelation of madness and guilt even more impactful. Number three, utilize symbolism and foreshadowing. Incorporate symbolism and foreshadowing to enhance the psychological elements of your story. Use recurring motifs or objects to symbolize guilt and madness. Foreshadowing can hint at the impending psychological turmoil, leaving readers intrigued and on edge. Number four, explore the inner turmoil. Dive deep into the minds of your characters. Show their inner turmoil through internal monologues, erratic thoughts, and emotional struggles. Allow readers to experience the character's descent into madness firsthand, blurring the lines between what is real and what is unreal. And number five, finally, create moral ambiguity. 
infuse your story with moral ambiguity. Make readers question who is right and who is wrong, and challenge their ethical boundaries. Guilt is often intertwined with moral dilemmas, so exploring shades of gray in your character's actions can intensify feelings of guilt and moral conflict. Now remember, the most powerful horror stories are not just about jump scares, but also about tapping into primal human fears and emotions. By carefully weaving guilt and madness into your narrative, and focusing on character development, tension, symbolism, and moral ambiguity, you can create a truly spine-tingling horror experience for your readers. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Nightfall Narratives and spending time with us here. Remember to keep your mind curious, your eyes opened, and be ready for anything as you tell your own tales of terror. I'm your Nightfall narrator, R. Douglas Patton, signing off. As the shadows lengthen and the night falls, we come to the end of another episode of Nightfall Narratives. We hope you found our exploration of dark and mysterious storytelling and the art of writing thought-provoking, and haunting. Remember, the stories we tell have the power to both chill us to the bone and inspire us to create our own. Join us again for our next episode, and until then, keep your eyes open and your mind curious, for anything is possible. <laughs>